golf is for successful and or retired old people, okay? It's not for your you 30-year-old pizza delivery drivers. It's not for you 27-year-old pawn shop cashiers, okay? Are you listening? That shit's not going to get you anywhere. Do normal shit that, that failed athletes do, okay? Just because, you know, whatever sport you played when you were younger didn't work out doesn't mean you have to get into golf, okay? Just throw the football around the backyard and talk about how you would have went D1 if you wouldn't have hurt your knee and if the coaches would have put you in the game like they should have, which is why I didn't go D1, but that's not my point right now. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Y Files podcast where we bring you the good, the bad, the ugly, and the funny. Oh, wait, who's the ugly? I have a bone to pick with you. <laughs> not me. Not me. Okay. That answers uh, my question. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, it is hailing here in Los Angeles. If you needed any more of a hint that we're in the end times, you got it. All right. Hail and snow in Southern California. You know, I saw, I saw a car that literally had like sleep on their windshield today which is crazy considering that we're in a beach city so but anyways even further proof that we're in the end time all right i wanted to show everybody uh john cena on set of his new movie called ricky stanicky okay john cena is in full not full but hair and makeup with heels on and a skirt Wait, go back up. I'm actually disappointed. I I wanted more makeup. There's actually another picture right here. He looks like he's got a little bit more going on right there. Okay, definitely. Yeah, I was like, if you're gonna, you see that? You see that eyeshadow? Yeah, I think I'm seeing it. I don't know. I would have loved a smoky eye. Yeah, that's and like a red lip. There you go. Look at that. Look at that. That's that. That's a that's a man right there, dude. Are you hard? Yeah, actually, but. You know, he's on there. He's, uh, you know, this is, oops. What are your thoughts? Like, there's no way that this is chain gang John Cena, the same guy that came out to the ring. Even before Hustle Loy Loyalty Respect, he was, uh, he was coming out with the, with the big chain collar on and he was rapping his walkout song and just putting on like brass knuckles and beating people and shit. And there's, there's just no way that this is this guy that taught, that taught a lot of young men what a masculine man was. And he's got the body that a lot of men would aspire to be. Now he's doing the complete opposite thing. And it's just crazy how the guy that was hustle, loyalty, respect is now heels, hair, and makeup. You know, we had a, we had a question on our IG. And it was, uh, talk about the current generation of weak men. And, you know, I think that this is a great question for the topic because this shows even how the same person from one generation to another as time goes by um, can just, like, kind of bend or go where the, where the winds blow them. And I think that, you know, he's not spineless for dressing in a masculine or in a in a non-masculine way, dressing in a female way, especially for a role. Like you can dress however you want and you can you can express yourself however you want if that's how he how he was actually to express himself. But the fact that 
when the money was coming in for the WWE, he was the big masculine strong man that's doing body slams and like, you know, essentially a combat sport, not really a combat sport, but like combat theater. And, and he, so he was doing something that's like super masculine, technically violent in some ways. And then fast forward to now where he's doing this for a show, for a, for a movie. And this just shows you that he never was the guy that we all thought he was when we were kids watching wrestling. It's just wherever, you know, these people are actors. So it's really just like where the winds blow him. Like the check was right with WWE. Now he's moved on from that. And this is what he's doing. Yeah, what's the name of the movie? Ricky Stanicky. Ricky Stanicky? Stanicky? Is this Ricky? He might be Ricky. I guess my only problem... He's probably playing a trans character. I guess, yeah. I don't know. My only problem is like... It's so tacky. It's rough. Yeah. I don't know if that's like the character, but like they could have done so much better on the wardrobe. They I feel done way like better. if you're gonna like dress him up and do this extreme stuff, like at least make it a good a good costume. Definitely. And it's crazy because in today's society, you have a lot of young men that they're like told if they're that they're they're told that they're toxic and things like that if they display any sort of like masculine energy but they were raised by like watching a guy like this who's full roids uh you know packed with muscle and all of that and that was like what their idea of what a man's supposed to be you know the people that watch this or like got their idea of a man from John Cena cuz i mean i know i watched wrestling when i was younger and you know i used to get so pumped and like you know like he's got kids that want to join the military type shit because they come out and they see him hit that salute when uh, he runs out to the ring. And so, you know, you had young men that grew up with him as the example. And then now that they're adults, the guy that was their example is doing the complete opposite. So to me, you know, that question that we got on our Instagram was not even necessarily from a masculine feminine standpoint. It's more of a do whatever the check does. Like do whatever the, the do whatever the check tells you to do. Like when it was WWE, it was really really masculine, and now it's really really feminine for this movie. So when it comes to weak men, then it, you're you're saying it mostly has to do with like kind of selling out and that like kind of stuff. Yeah, like a principle okay. or like a moral backbone, and you know. But don't come for me when the check comes for me, and I switch up on you guys, and you see me doing this type of shit. Yeah, all right? you see him I'm cosplaying serious. as Ricky Stenicky. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I'll say what I want to say now, and then if a check comes and they want me to do something like this, I will. And nobody can come for me because I agree with the people who pay me. All right. Very important question. Are you going to act like it never happened and not address it? Or are you going to retract your statement and correct? No, I'm going to, I'm just going to leave the statements out there and just say, yeah, I told you guys, if the check came, I was going to do something different. So another important question. Yeah. Caitlyn Jenner or Ricky Stenicky? Ricky Stenicky. Cause I think, He's he's forty five. Caitlyn Jenner's got to be in her sixties, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, so the youth is on his side. That's what I'm thinking. I mean, look at know. those calves. Yeah, and that's from walking in heels. Actually, that was his training to get those heels uh, before the role. And another way that showed how John Cena was is like completely like morally bankrupt and spineless was when it, he apologized in 
Mandarin about acknowledging Taiwan's existence. Um, you know, he apologized to China and it's because they wanted hit whatever project he was involved in at the time to do well in the Chinese market. And that just shows you like these people really don't believe in anything. You know, it's just wherever the wind, the financial winds blow them. You know what I'm saying? Right. So yeah. what do we think? Do we think that makes them bad or just what What do we what's your verdict? I think it makes them human. OK, I would agree. I think it, anybody. It's so hard to make it. It takes so much time and effort. And when you get to the point of making it where you have that big contract put in front of you, I think that it's not a matter of, wow, this isn't how I wanted to make this money. It's more of, wow, look at this money. Like, what do they want me to do? You know? Yeah. I can't really knock the hustle. I mean. I mean, if they put like an eight figure check in front of him. So he's like, and they, and they say jump. He says how high, you know? So. I think if you really look at, like, anyone and everyone in entertainment, everyone does it. I totally agree, yeah. yeah. It's the difference between big money, real life-changing money, yeah. and, like, a check. Right. You know, kind of sometimes you have to sell out to get, like, the big money, yeah, network money. Yeah, you're right. And I'm sorry for talking over you. No, it's okay. It's the same with music artists. You know, there's probably a lot of rappers that want to make more, like, hard-hitting, like, rap shit, but they lean down the pop route. Because that's what sells and the label wants the sales, you know? What I'm saying? Like catchy, things like that. Even when it comes to touring, that's how you get masses of fans is doing, you know? It's the difference, it's the difference between 500 seats and 5,000 seats, you know? Like, or tickets. Yeah, between a 12-year-old's parents saying yes and saying no. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Especially if they're listening to the music. Even though the guy that made you want to get in shape when you were younger, guys, even though he is kind of metro now, especially for this role, even though he's the one that wanted you to get in shape and now he's doing, you know, he's more on the side of probably calling people that work out like toxic gym bros. You know, that's more the side that he looks, he looks like he represents. I'm not saying he does represent. I'm saying what's what he looks like now. I think you should just go be a gym bro, honestly. Go be a gym bro, become John Cena, and then sell out and wear, and wear the female clothes. But that's just what I think. And I don't really know anything. I'm just like a guy. I'm just a guy. And, you know, and this guy thinks that we're fucked. Speaking of fucked, let me tell you what I saw at a bus stop when I was driving home from work the other day. So this guy, no shame to him at all. I swear to God. Wait, what city were you in? Uh, Torrance. Okay. I was in Torrance. and. He was sitting at a bus stop and he was looking ragged. You know, he probably he needed to shave. He was, you know, his hygiene didn't look great. His clothes didn't look clean. Again, no shame. I'm just making a comment. He just looked kind of rough and he was on the bus stop and he had those uh, those juggling pins. They kind of look like bowling pins. They're like bottle type things that you juggle with. And I was just thinking to myself, like, wow, this is just a perfect example of how fucked up a lot of people have it where, you know, maybe he needs to get things together a little bit more. And, you know, he doesn't think I need to get a better job or, you know, I need to clean up a little bit. It's everything that every problem that I have is going to be solved if I can learn how to throw one, one pin up in the air and catch another one at the same time. It, or it cracks me up. Like, again, no shame to the guy, but just the priorities that people have. What if it's his only trade? What if, what if he's a juggler? Then fuck me. Then fuck me. We'll have him on the show and I'll apologize. But... 
but it's just a it's just a funny representation of how people's priorities are so messed up you know it's the same as like you know some people they're like oh you know my life's not figured out i need you know i need a job and things like that but they're like you know what i really need to work on my golf game and that's a that's a really rough path for those guys to go down because oh it's a rough one well they're going pro though yeah so uh, maybe i have to put you guys on game with something here golf is for successful and or retired old people, okay? You know what I'm you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. Maybe you, you don't have to be old and retired, you can be successful because a lot of people do it for like business meetings and things like that. Or some people do it instead of their business meetings. Instead of their business meetings, that's right. <laughs> it's for successful and or retired people that have time to kill, okay? It's not for your you 30 year old pizza delivery drivers it's not for you 27 year old pawn shop cashiers okay are you listening that shit's not gonna get you anywhere just watch the pga tour and get your shit figured out all right yeah you gotta watch the pga tour while you're browsing indeed exactly exactly you know honestly you guys should just do normal shit that that failed athletes do okay just because you know, whatever sport you played when you were younger didn't work out doesn't mean you have to get into golf, okay? Just throw the football around the backyard and talk about how you would have went D1 if you wouldn't have hurt your knee and if the coaches would have put you in the game like they should have, which is why I didn't go D1, but that's not my point right now. And, you know, somebody else, now that I'm on a roll, somebody else that's just completely, completely fucked and we've talked about this a lot, is Disney adults, okay? Not my friends that are Disney adults. And your friends that are Disney adults. Some people are just, like, so delusional about what they, what their idea of, like, what they need is. Like, I understand people have things that make them feel better, but, you know, for one guy, it's I need to get better at golf or I need to learn how to juggle. But for some people, it's I need an 18th pair of embroidered Mickey Mouse ears or a fifth pair of Tinkerbell wings that you wear like a backpack. And you know exactly who I'm talking about. (laughs) But that's the thing, too. I know people who go to Disneyland with their friends and they hang out and have fun. And then I know people who go to Disneyland alone. I feel like there's a difference. Because I've gone to Disney as an adult with a group of friends, and I had a lot of fun. I was baked the whole time. Right. But I feel like going by yourself is different. I think that going by yourself is just next-level loneliness, honestly. When you have somebody that's in their 30s, almost 30s, almost 30s. Close. And anyone that we know that's listening to this knows who we're talking about. (laughs) you know almost 30s and you're still living out these childhood fantasies i mean these are the same get hear me out these are the same type of people that would say it's weird and i'm not saying it's not weird but that would say it's weird for like a 40 year old man to date like a 25 year old girl or like a you know somebody that's way younger than them yeah you know the you know some chick that might say oh it's so weird he's 45 and she's 25 that's so creepy 
but they're wearing the same things and watching the same movies as a five-year-old. Okay, I get it. Adulthood's scary. Watching the same movie for the 300th time and, you know, curling up with your stuffed Minnie Mouse or whatever the fuck it is and buying your, your puffy jackets with Mickey Mouse ears on it, it makes you feel good. But it's sus. It's fucking sus. I was going to say, because there is different tiers of Disney, right? There's like Marvel, which is like more adult. You know, there's right. Marvel and stuff like that and Star Wars, which is like a little more adult. And then there's like Moana. Like Pixar. Yeah. yeah. So there's also, it depends on what you're using Disney Plus for. Right. If you use it for adult things, that's cool. If you use it to watch things that like toddlers are also watching, is crazy. Yeah, and another thing that's crazy is the the people that are Disney adults and they're like food reviewer. Oh, don't go there. <laughs> or just anybody in general that's reviewing food. If you didn't go to a culinary arts fucking school or you don't have any, or you have some sort of culinary pedigree, I don't want to hear watch you eat a fucking churro and then and, and film yourself smacking your lips and tell me how you liked it. I don't care. Do you have a bone to pick with my queen Nikocado avocado? A little bit. A little bit. He's a bad influence. He is a bad influence. Yeah. He's actually like the worst influence I can think of. I think it's fucked up that he would you know, he can he, okay, so he can go ahead and sacrifice his own health in the name of his channel. He can do whatever the fuck he wants. Right. I mean, I you know, you can you could say that I'm I'm sacrificing my reputation for the sake of my channel by just saying things that people don't agree with, you know? Yeah. But I'm not encouraging someone to live an unhealthy lifestyle. Whereas, like, somebody like that, they're like, oh, my God, look how many followers he has doing this. Yeah. Like, how many Nikocado Avocado YouTube kids, like, you know, like, kids that saw him and they think they can make money doing the same thing. Yeah, I, I think, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's the same just... thing as rappers talking about, like, gang violence and then, like, an eight-year-old suburban white kid is listening to it, you know, and thinking that that's okay. Like, like that one kid that we, that one kid that was 17 on Cops and he had, like, weed and Xanax and, and like, a loaded gun. And then he said, I want my mom. He said, I don't want to talk until I have my mom. <laughs> it's the same as rappers. They do that and then they're like, Free me. I'm innocent. You know? Right, it's right. like, what are we doing here? Yeah, it's like, like and then when Nikocado Avocado ha gets diabetes, it's going to be like, pray for me. Like, please, I, I love your show. Show your support. I'm hoping that this goes away. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Sad. It's crazy. The, the, uh, the way that people kind of like hoe out for the, the not the Instagram, but the influencer lane is really crazy because I'll, you know, vaguely describe somebody that I went to, to college with that was posting, um, exposing her exes on TikTok. And it was saying, it was like, now that, now that I'm engaged, I'm gonna, I'm exposing all of my exes. And it was like, this guy was such a dick. This guy didn't text me back. Blah, blah, blah. And it was like, one, who cares? You're, two, you're engaged. You should be talking about, you should be making TikToks about the guy that spent money on a ring for you. Yeah, I almost want to know why she remembers like every detail about every it ex was, she has. It was like a two or a three part series. 
So she went through like two or three minutes of of talking about guys. And some of them, she was saying they were exes, but they were like, oh, this guy, we went on a coffee date and then he never texted me after the coffee date. Like, that's not a fucking ex. So many of my friends do that. It's crazy. It's crazy. They're like, like, my ex, my ex. I'm like, dude... He's he. You hung out with him like once. Yeah, that's you know? not your ex. He that's never texted your... you back. He ghosted you. Exactly. It's not your ex. It's not your ex. It's just some somebody that you saw. You know, it's but it's like the way that people just hoe out for these for they you know just hoe out for the clout. You know, it's just a crazy drug because. You know, you're sitting there naming names, naming first and last names of guy- of just random guys that, you know, didn't have a great first date with you. No, it's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. We didn't even get their side. Yeah, we didn't get. Yeah. What if she was a fucking psycho bitch? It sounds like she is. Yeah, it sounds like she's a psycho bitch. I mean, literally. Oh, OK, I was going to go down. To, I was it was going to be too obvious if I started giving details about her other content oh, you outed my friend what's out your friend oh, okay well she's not my friend <laughs> like i like i saw some of her tiktok videos and most of them are just her responding you know how you can reply with a video to yeah. a comment it's just replying to people insulting her and stuff yeah where it's like this isn't that this isn't that you're so insecure for commenting this about me and it's like oh my god literally like you're just your face is in your phone you're like this you're like this at your phone all day just worried about like who's saying what Man, go start a family. Quit making TikToks. Seriously, just go start a family. You're engaged. <laughs> it's really crazy. So, I mean, the um, for the audience to have a little bit of background on me, I went to four colleges, okay, in five years. And so I went to, I'm not going to say the names of the schools, but I went to a commuter state school and lived on campus at a commuter school, so it was just an odd experience. And that was a state school, so it was really like left-leaning campus-wise. And then I went to a community college, and so it was like really boring, I just played baseball. And there's like no like political leanings at the community college, I don't really think people care that much. And then I went to a, another state school that was in a conservative area, but the school and the students were were really liberal. And then I went to a, and then I went to a really small Christian school um, with really conservative views, you know. So I went from like, you know, I started at a school that was having like anti-Trump rallies, like talking about how racist he is or, you know, whatever they that whatever their opinions were about Trump. And then the last school I was at, they were doing like pro-life and like Trump rallies on the campus. You know, one thing that I really learned from kind of across all of those is just all of these people that are like pseudo moralistic like they have these like fake morals where the people that were on the left at these state schools they would be like oh trump's racist blah 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 all these things and they'd be pissed but then like they would curve a guy at a party and they'd be like but he's you know, like as to why they didn't want to hook up with him. Oh my God, yeah. And then you have the people at the Christian school. The Christian school was like, honestly, the the people that I, the few people that I got close to were cool, but the other people that I just couldn't get close to was because it was like they take these super, like, I'm perfect with my religion, like, I'm so above you 
like I'm so above you because of my religion and that's the way that they act on the campus but they all like break the rules that they're supposedly morally higher than you for having because you have like you know I had one guy that was a teammate that literally like would cheat on his girlfriend consistently and then he could when we'd have bible study like with our team he could recite like all these verses like off the off the top of his head and so it's like this so it's like you have people that are like anti-religion on the left that have this like code of morals and they cross like that boundary and they break their own morals all the time and then you have people that on that are on the right that are typically religious they break their like moral code all the time and so i went on a little bit of a tangent about these schools but like you know these people across the board like it's kind of just like um it's kind of like same bullshit just like a different color you know it's like all the same stuff which it's just in a with a different coat of paint you know and i think that that's like the most frustrating thing about people you know, even like with me, I went to different schools and the people that I was around influenced the way that I thought about things, you know? And so it's the same thing as where like people, they, they hang out in one certain circle that leans this way or that way. And then they, they come to these conclusions that they're not even, they really can't even explain. Like, I swear I have points that I can actually explain the other side of the argument better than a person that actually believes it can explain it, you know? But anyways, that was a little bit of a tangent. My main kind of the ethos of this episode is just how fucked everybody is in terms of their priorities. I mean, John, John Cena's got it worked out though. He got that check. I mean, everyone else is just looking dumb. You know, congrats to all of you people that got married right after college at 22 years old especially the people from the Christian school. And I wish you luck in your divorce in three years. That's all I have to say. The next thing that I wanted to talk about, Quavo, in his second Takeoff tribute song since Takeoff passed away, basically said that Migos is essentially over. Pull up the lyrics real quick. He said, he said it was on his song Greatness. He said, came in, swept the game like a storm with the motherfucking flow. Take did that. So don't ask about the group. He gone. We gone. It can't come back. I'm going to make sure mama's straight, especially mama take. Quavo saying that the group is over. I can't say that I'm surprised at all. No, remember you asked me when he first passed where you were like, do you think they'll get back together? I was like, no. Yeah, you just you from the start when takeoff passed away, you said no, because Quavo and Offset were already like not speaking because of you know the whole sweetie thing and all this other stuff um and then you know offset also has le is in a legal battle with qc regarding like percentages of royalties and stuff that qc wants to claim on his solo releases even though i guess i don't know all of the facts but i guess he bought himself out of his contract but there's a dispute over which songs that are unreleased fall under him as an independent artist and him as a qc artist because i guess there's songs that he's released as a solo artist away from QC that were recorded while he was under his QC deal too. Mm -hmm. So they don't count as his songs because they were, you know, they were used using QC label money and things like that, like for the production and thing and studio time and stuff like that. So, you know, Quavo, or I'm sorry, offsets already on the outs with the label as well. 
and Quavo is obviously still in with them. And, you know, I think that what happened with Takeoff passing away was like the worst possible thing for like the future of that group because he was the one that didn't have beef with either one of them. He was like that like neutral middle. And he was always, they always said like, you know, they always said he was the best rapper. And, you know, it seemed that they kind of like, he was like kind of like the glue and all of that. And so for him to be kind of like the neutral party in the Quavo and Offset problems, you know, it makes sense that they weren't going to get back together. Yeah, I think even all that aside, like this is what I've thought since day one and what I believe he's saying in those lyrics is basically that there, there's no shot for Amigos without takeoff. Like, I think right. even though there was three of them, I think he was pulling the most weight. I think he invented their whole thing. And I think there was just no way to do it without him. I think right. he was pulling probably a lot more weight than it appeared to on the outside than he appeared to on the outside. Yeah, especially like in terms of like the uh, behind the scenes, like moral, like or not moral, but morale of like you know them being like you know he might have been like the motivating force or like the one that they were closest to and stuff. So I understand, you know, I kind of the way that I originally took it, like I was kind of just explaining, was just saying how. Offset and Quavo are the only ones still living and they have beef. But I also see what you're saying as like, also like even that aside, it's kind of like, you know, saying there is no Migos without him around. Yeah, pull up the lyrics. Yeah, don't ask about the group. He gone, so we're, so, so he's gone, so we're gone. Before. Oh, came in the game. Yeah, 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 with the flow, Take did that. But so don't ask about the group. But he's also saying he's gone, so we're gone. It can't come back. But that's what I think, like, without him, Migos can't do what Migos was doing before. I think yeah. he was probably, you know, I, I don't want to make assumptions, but I think he was probably a lot more involved than people realize. People see him as, like, one-third. I honestly think he was, like, I honestly think he did, like, probably 75% of, like, the legwork for why Migos was what they were. Right. Especially in the early days, because Quavo and Offset's styles were structured around takeoffs like flow and then it became like the Migo flow and then other you know other people in their group did it and then obviously they kind of moved away from that sound as time went on they just evolved as artists but the like what got them any sort of buzz was takeoffs flow that they all three of them like adopted yeah when you watch freestyles of all three of them Quavo and Offset like don't look like they know what's going on. I feel like I've seen several freestyles of them where Takeoff like saved the whole thing. I agree with you. And you know, I think, you know, Quavo, or not Quavo, I'm sorry, Migos has been done for a lot longer than people know, you know, because they were kind of like not really fucking with each other for like six-ish months before the whole Offset and Sweetie affair, like, or it, or it was little baby, whatever it was, all of that stuff. They had already been like not fucking with each other for a while before that stuff came to like the public light. So then, by the time Takeoff died, they were probably like close to a year of not really fucking with each other. So it was it might have been over with before Takeoff passed away, and then now it might have just like that must have like really sealed it, you know? Yeah, at that point, there's no chance. Yeah, because it's like. It went on, like, their beef went on behind the scenes for a while, so. 
I don't know. And then you have uh, Quavo and Offset getting into like a literal fist fight at the Grammys backstage, which. What are your thoughts on that? Like, or do you think that Offset should have been allowed on stage to perform with him? Even if it was just to stand with him? Like, well, because it was Quavo's performance. Like, even if Offset was just on stage, you know? Yeah, I guess I don't really know. I think my take for that might be a little too hot. Okay. Do you want to give it? No. Okay. I'll save it. I'll save it. I got you. I think that, personally, I understand both of their sides because i can understand offset being like no nah, dude fuck that like it's for take like, like let me on stage and then quavo's like no nah, fuck that you weren't there when he died and you fucked my bitch like get out yeah yeah i kind of have hot takes all around on all of that shit yeah yeah i kind of think great. they all like attention that's why what's that i think they all like attention that's why yeah i think so i don't know i think it, if anything the fuck my dog behind my back was more like little baby than offset. Oh, okay, I got you. I got you. But that's my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> I just But little baby's on with is with is getting after uh, Krishan. He's trying to riz up Krishan. Oh my god, delusion. <laughs> delusion. I saw a video of Blueface when they they were eating wings arguing about it like cuz she took that picture with Rick Ross yeah. and then Little baby, she said little baby's name, and you just like see Blueface's like demeanor change when she says little baby, la baby. <laughs> well, he's already triggered. Do you know why he was so mad about the Rick Ross thing? It wasn't just because he took a picture with Krishan. What was it? It's because Rick Ross like took a girl from Blueface. Oh, back in the like, day. Like you look up this girl. Her name's Jiggy. She was the girl who was in the polyamorous polyamorous relationship with Blueface and his baby mama. Really? Do you remember that? She was the third girl. Do you remember when they were... She's like an artist or something now. Girls? Yeah, it's that girl with the short hair. Rick Ross took her from Blueface. Oh, so that's right. why he was mad that Krishan took a picture with him. That's he was in his right, feelings. Dude. Blueface's logic when it comes to his like girls is so fucking funny. Because he has... Like, the baby mama, that's who he's going to end up with in the long term. And then he has the, um, and then he has Krishan, who's, like, might be around for a little longer, or that might be around for a lot longer, or a little, I don't know. Yeah, that shit's weird. Or maybe they're not even together. But, and then he has, like, all of these, like, side chicks that he gets with. But then he, like, gets super territorial about all of them. It's fucking, dude, the way that he does this shit is great, because it's, like, He's cheating on his baby mama, and then he gets mad that, like, his side chick got swooped by somebody else. Yeah, what? Yeah. I think he's just, like, collecting. He wants, he, like, collects women like Infinity Stones. You oh, know? my God. Like, he's just like, no, they're mine. <laughs> but <laughs> it's funny that, uh, and I saw a meme saying, uh, like, it was like, oh, uh, everybody at the party laughing while little baby rizzes up Krishan as a dare. That's funny. So bad. <laughs> it's so delusional to think that little baby was like trying to get at her, though. Yeah, little baby. That is not his type. Really? What's his type? Like everyone's type. Like all the rap dudes type, yeah. like BBL type chicks and stuff. Like BBL, oh, yeah. crazy brow length, hair extensions. Rough, dude. I mean, it's a look for sure. Yeah, but it's not like bad looking. It's just like it's just like a copy and paste of all those girls. 
to me, it's not a flex anymore. It's like, okay, we get it. No, it's, 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 uh, it got like played out. It was like boob jobs like 10 or 15 years ago, you know, like it was like, like, cause it used to be like when, like when we were a lot younger, it was like no ass twig skinny with a boob job. Remember that? Yeah, I do remember yeah, that. And then that shit went out of style and it became ass. Yeah. I feel like at, if you, back in the day, if you really had like boobs and an ass, you were like in music videos. You weren't just like a regular person. You know, like you were like a model or I guess not a model, but like a video vixen type of girl. Exactly. Like and now it's just everyone. Now it's just like stay at home moms and like teachers. I know. I know girls who have like BBLs and boob jobs. That's crazy. And they're just like like Like, I don't know fancy people. Yeah, they're not crazy. Yeah, they're not like crazy fancy or anything like that. That's interesting, though. But I mean, I think a lot of dudes because I think dudes follow like what's the celebrities they like like i think that you know guys are like oh fucking i just heard this this little baby song and he'll be like oh like my bitch got a fat ass bbl blah 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 or like the drake song where he's like she's stuffing that shit in the gut somehow the fat must have went to a bus somehow um they're like oh dude gotta get these bbl they're like oh wait they're like how does fat go to the butt and then they see bbl operation and then they and then they're like wait Drake likes girls with BBLs. And then they're like, okay, what does that girl look like? And then they look at it and they're like, that's what I like. And then they get with a chick that doesn't have that. And then they're like, you need to get your body done. Or will you get your body done? I don't know how they phrase it. Yeah, but then when they get their body done and start taking pictures, it's a problem. Right. So Right. So how do you feel if, okay, so how do you feel about this? If a guy tells his girl to get her body done. He better pay for it. That's all I know. No, that's what I'm saying. If he pays for it and he says you can't post any like ass pics or anything like that because I paid for it, like this is for my enjoyment. What if a guy says that? What do you You think? should never have to ask. From so when you're a guy and you're picking your girlfriend yeah. and it's very important to you that she doesn't post like uh-huh. sexy pictures online. You can't take a girl who doesn't and wouldn't post those kind of pictures on Instagram, get her body done, and she'll just instantly want to post those type of pictures. Like, if she's not the type of person, she's not that type of person, regardless of what she looks like. Because if a girl's going to post ho shit, she was probably doing it before you guys started dating. Yeah, or she wanted to, or, you know, like, you just have to know who you're with, so you shouldn't have to ask that. I think if you want it, if she's down and you want her to get her body done and you pay for it, that's fine. But, like don't the your whole personality is not going to change when you get your body done it's just your body right so you think but do you think it's unreasonable for a guy to ask her to not post yeah i think it's unreasonable but that's my opinion okay i got you people can feel how they want to and deal with their own relationships how they want to but i think that's doing too much like okay because, I mean, what so if he's like, you're no, a guy. It's mine. So what do you plan? On, I would ask this same type of guy. Do you plan on going out in public with her after she gets her body done? Do Fair you point. do you plan on her ever having a picture taken of her posted on online? Like, wh- where does the where is the line drawn? That's a good point. I hadn't thought about it that way because I was thinking of it as like as a guy. If you it is her body, obviously, but I feel like a lot of men. You know, especially like the uh, fresh and fit types, you know, um, or Donovan. <laughs> like, oh boy, Donovan. Dude, that guy's literally such a 
like pathological liar. It's crazy, but that's a, that's for that's a story Slay for another queen. episode. That's for yeah, <laughs> that's for another episode. But guys like that would be like, no, I made an you know, the, the way they talk about women so funny. I made an investment into you because I wanted your body to look a certain way for my pleasure. Blah blah blah. That's the thing they talk about like ROI, like return on investment with like their female. They're, That's like, so like they say like up. they're like, oh, if I cuff a girl and then I find out. Like, you know, this, this, and this about your past, that's a, that's not a positive return, or that's not going to be a positive ROI for me, because it's going to be like, I'm putting money and time into stuff that other people didn't pay for. Uh, yeah, they say that, and then behind the scenes, they're sucking titties and kissing ass. Yeah. For sure. Well, and they also, they say things like that, but then they go and, like, find girls on seeking arrangements and shit like that. Dude, and then I'm complain sorry. about that type of girl. Like, hello. Yeah. I agree with like some of like the positivity towards like men's mental health awareness and men not getting their pockets bled by like a cer- a certain type of woman, not women. Yeah, not but it's all a women. certain type of woman. Right. I agree with a lot of like, you know, and I think that a lot of it's positive, but the same thing we've talked about on here with Tate, you know, and academics has done it and Fresh and Fit do it and all these red pill influencers do it. They they go past the point of like agreeable. Okay, I'm right about this. I'm right about the fact that men need to stop putting their money into girls that just want their money. Like put your money into a girl that wants you for you and like, you know, make her happy, fill her, um, like make her feel fulfilled, you know, by taking care of her and things like that. But don't like, you know, if a girl, if a girl starts any conversation or even ever even really asks you how much money you make, then it's a red flag, you know, if, cause I don't think that regular, like reasonable people when they're looking for genuine love, think about income of their partner. Cause I think, I know that some people do cause they're like, Oh, I want stability and things like that. But I've always looked at it as like, I have always looked at it as find the right person and then build the income together because you know, like, like, um, like, I mean, even you and me, we've been together and you've been with me like in a, at an like semi entry level position. And then in the, in the next, you know, short amount of time where I move up into the next level, you know, with like raises and promotions, it's like when we started dating, I wasn't like, Oh, okay. Like you're a makeup artist. How much does that pay? Right. And you weren't like, Oh, you work in what's your salary yeah we were more concerned about getting to know each other again and connecting on a deeper level than just money you know but i think also too people can feel how they want they can prioritize what they want my thing is is don't my thing is is just again like know who you're dating right if someone asks you how much money you make maybe they're not bad people but that also might not be the person for you like, if you're in your thir- late 30s or 40s and you're coming, and maybe you're coming off of a divorce or something like that, maybe you have, like, a certain level of stability. Like, maybe you want to be with somebody that's kind of on the same financial level as you because you have a lifestyle that you want to maintain, and you don't want to also pay for that person to be a part of it, so you want somebody that's kind of on the same plane as you. Yeah. I get... It's interesting how people get more picky as they get older. In some cases, where like you're you're older and you have less options because each year that goes by, 
more people get married and are out of the dating pool and you're older and so you're less desirable to most people but they get more and more picky i think that people should just do the work to find what they're who they really want to be with you know like figure out like what is important to you and what's important in a partner to you and then find somebody that fits that and then build but a lot of people are like so so picky to the point where they don't want to build at all they want to just jump on jump in with somebody that's already a finished product you know like they've got their career figured out they've got the money they've got the house they've got the bills handled and they just want to like hop in and i think that that's a convenient way financially to take care of yourself it like is through like getting to some getting with someone that's already like a a finished product for lack of a better term where they have everything figured out but the connection side of things ends up being flawed because you picked the financial stability right from the bat like straight from jump street whereas you could have jumped in with a little bit of financial instability or even just not knowing what their financial situation was and then building with them and then you're like and then you have and then eventually you have a financial situation that's really stable and comfortable with someone that you're like actually in love with and actually compatible with yeah yeah, it should be the person over it should be how does this person make me feel not what can this person do for me yeah i mean especially for women i as women like you're as a woman you're taught like uh make sure that you have your own thing going on even if like your spouse is well off and stuff make sure you have your own thing going on because like something could happen you know like they could divorce you, then what are you going to do? So now that I'm building with you, I feel like I have, I'm not saying you're going to leave me or anything, but I'm just saying like, I also have more of an understanding of how like this type of stuff works when I didn't before I met you. But now doing it with you, I can like help. I can contribute and be useful and stuff like that. I'm not just like along for the ride. That's important, like is supporting each other's endeavors, like, like with your jobs and stuff. But also having stuff that you're in, like, for example, even though we watch fights, even though we watch fights together, like, the fighting stuff was, like, my thing, and then the makeup and, and special effects was your thing, and obviously I, I'm interested in that because I'm with you, and I've grown an interest for it the same way that we watch fights together in the vice versa of it now. But with that said we still had our own interests. It wasn't like you do this and I also do the same thing. It's like we pulled each other into each other's worlds with our interests, you know? And now we have the same interests now, but that's because we've like spent time talking about and like stuff with about the other person's interests, you know? Like you told me about your stuff, I told you about my stuff, and now we have shared interests, but that's like because we built it throughout like over the course of our relationship to this point you know yeah like not to brag or anything but like a lot of people have relationships where the man is like the money and then the woman's like the piece of ass or like the trophy which is fine but like we have a friendship right <laughs> we're right. best friends yeah so that's it's right. like yeah, give me some of that right there yeah that's right which is what i prefer you know everyone prefers yeah. something different but i i don't see myself or at least in the past i never saw any other way for me than to have like a best friend right you know, and I agree, yeah, because there's plenty of relationships out there where like they're only on good terms when they're like having sex, 
you know, or like when one person's buying something for the other, like that's like how they make it through. Like they don't actually like have a great time with each other. You know, they do things that fill the void of like what's not working. Whereas like, and I'm not like just trying to brag about our relationship, but there's just a lot of relationships that aren't there, you know, with, with like the compatibility and things like that. We're also very mentally sound for our age. You know, we've, we've both been through a lot. So it's like, I feel like for the most part, our priorities are pretty, pretty straight and aligned. But back to what we were saying about the red pill guys. Can I just say, I didn't know that fresh and fit gave like, valuable financial advice to young men i didn't know that until like two days ago i think that's a problem because we've talked about this before like as far as the red pill like manosphere type of stuff goes the valuable knowledge that they're spreading specifically about men is great like yeah and like it's like kind of like patty like talking about men's mental health and you know giving financial advice is all really positive stuff but when they start talking about women, it just goes deep. It goes deeper and deeper into delusion. Yeah. And I think that I, I honestly, I swear these red pill guys that are like, I don't want a girl that does this. I don't want a girl does, that does that. But those are the, the, the girls that they don't want, or at least they say they don't want. Those are the dudes that they're like fucking stroking their meat to that girl's Instagram, you know? Yeah, exactly. It's crazy. I mean, and I know they might have the argument of like, oh, yeah, that's a girl I'll fuck. That's not a girl I'll, I'll marry. And it's like, dude. You guys are like 37, like 38. The same thing like that I was just saying is like some of you say, you know, I haven't found the right person, but you just have delusional standards for like what you just have delusional standards for what you want in a relationship. And, you know, because these guys will be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go to Miami and I'm going to fuck all these chicks raw and all this stuff. But when I find a wife, she has to be a perfect 10. She has to be a virgin. She has to be this. But then, like, the dude's coming in with, like, 200 bodies from IG, nasty IG chicks that, like, basically... The, the girls that basically just, like, fly places, and like, for money and hook up with guys, like, yeah. they, you know, they're an Instagram model. And then the guy pays them. You're a literal prostitute. Like you're actually a prostitute. And, you know, honestly, I think it, it's better off if you were to date an OnlyFans chick that doesn't fuck other dudes on camera. Like date an OnlyFans chick that just like posts stuff of herself than it would to be like, you know, to a girl that's just like, you know, maybe posting her body. But not a girl that's just flying here and there, like just catching nuts, you know. Yeah, but they don't even like girls that like post themselves on the internet in general, not even like in a pornographic way. That's true. So that's why it's like, where, how many standards does a normal woman have to meet to be acceptable to you? Because it's almost like you don't want the average girl. You don't want the regular girl. I never see you around them or talking about them. You're always like around the, like you said, the IG models and these girls who do like, the new tricks of the trade, you know, yeah. like they, they never want to talk about the average woman. Yeah. They, they never want to talk about even like average women that are like attractive. They don't go for, you know, they, they it's just like, they want a girl that has the body or like the, or like the, um, has like the body or like the type of these IG girls, like the girl that goes and gets her body done and stuff. 
but they want her to be a virgin and they want her to do everything she says or everything he says and they want her to do like stay at home wife type stuff but there's like no trade off it's like if you want that if you want a normal marriage not normal but you know typical more typical than what the relationship with an IG model would be or an IG girl find a if you want a normal relationship find a normal girl if you find a prostitute you're like you yeah these dudes these dudes like go after hoes and then they get mad when they can't turn the hoe into a housewife yeah it's like dude just found find the girl that wants and is willing to be a housewife it's not that crazy you know I have so many gripes with red pill guys that like I could talk about. Yeah, and especially that one guy, Jonathan. It's interview. I'm not even gonna say his IG name. I'm not even gonna fucking. I'm not gonna give him the press. Oh, Jordan Belfort. Yeah, the guy that looks like Jordan <laughs> Belfort. He's 37. You Is know, he? he's 37. Yeah, he said it on one of his videos. He's 37. He's got big fake teeth. He wears cheap earrings and and these the big like club promoter sunglasses, the big solar panel looking sunglasses. And just talks about his, I mean, he doesn't say it's a fetish, but his fetish for Japanese women, you know, he's like, they have just princess energy. They have real princess energy. Have you been to Tokyo? That like, he was saying it to that girl. He's like, shut up, bitch. You haven't been to Tokyo or whatever. It's like, dude, that's the same. It's like, dude, it's just a tagline. It's like the same as what color is your Bugatti. It's the same thing. Yeah. It's like the only thing you can really say. And it's not very intelligent. No, it's like, dude, I understand if you want a girl that is, like, acts a certain way. But you can't, like, say, like, I want my woman to meet all of these traits. And then it's, but, like, and then, sorry, let me rephrase that. Guys will be like, oh, I want my woman to meet all of these traits. And then when they don't find a woman that meets all of the things they want, they say... Oh well, what's wrong with these girls? It's not. Well, hold on. What are what's wrong with my list that's keeping me from finding the right person? Exactly. Neither neither side wants to take any accountability. Whether it's extreme feminists or red pill guys, no one wants to take accountability for their actions, and everyone wants to just explain it away. It's the other side's fault, not ours. Exactly. No, it's not. It's it's how it's the same thing where women have super high standards for their for the men that they end up with. And then it's ridiculous. You know, they want $500,000 salary or like seven figure salary and, you know, six, five long cock, like fucking six pack abs, no kids, even though they might have kids. Whoa, it's weird. You're like describing my boyfriend. It's weird. <laughs> thank you, by the way, for not having kids. <laughs> yeah, thank you for not having kids. Because as Donovan would say, you're a well-trained woman. Yeah, like shout out to anybody who has the strength to do that. It's just not for me. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to shout out to the the parents that stepped up, but it's not for everybody. Um Can I talk about one more thing about the Red Bull guys? Yeah, I my have, Oh yeah. I had one more thing I was going to oh, say. Yeah. Um, I was going to say that it's the same as those red pill guys having that long list of women and then like of, of standards for a woman and then being like, what's wrong with women? Not what's, what's wrong with me. It goes the same way. Like you were saying for like the extreme feminists when they're like, oh, I want all of these things. And then when they're thir when they're 39 years old and they're a single mom and they haven't found that guy, it's not. 
what was wrong with my my approach? It's men ain't shit, or yeah, like it's like men ain't shit. Or I can't find a good man yeah, where they've no met like fifty good men I in the past. Hearing men are trash because there are some like the red pill guys, but just hearing men are trash from trashy ass girls cracks me up every time. I've never. I've never backed that statement because I just don't believe it. Yeah, exactly. But what did you want to say about the red pill guys? Oh, my God. My favorite thing is when they try to say that they know what women want. Like, women want a guy that has experience and shit like that. It's like, we're really not that different. Like, body count matters to women, too. Yeah. So, like, why is it just convenient for them? They can have all the bodies. And then as soon as someone has, like, 10 bodies, they're for the streets. And, like, nobody wants them. But, like, we're, our value increases because of the same thing. Hmm. Okay. No, yeah, because it's the same. Like, and everybody has ways, because you're, you're right. Everybody is more alike than they think. I know the, there's the old adage of uh, men are from Mars, women are from Venus. Yeah. But a lot, most people have the same things that they find important, you know? Like... Like, oh, like, you know, when it comes to, like, body count, for example, guys will use their explanation for why it's okay for them to fuck a lot of chicks but want a girl with a low body count. They'll say, you know, a key that fits all locks is a master key, but a lock that all keys fit is a useless lock. Right. And then, so, like, you know, that's men's excuse, like, where they excuse their high body count. And then for the, for the girl... It's she's for the streets. But then when a woman has a really high body count and the guy doesn't want to deal with that, it's, oh, you're insecure. You're insecure. You're No, it's you're insecure for fucking all those guys. I just want to know why they think they're experts. Like, who, who made you the expert on women? Like, I want to know. Yeah, because listen, we're the experts, all right? We're the experts. And if you, don't, if you go to any other channel and get information, it's fucking wrong, okay? Y Files podcast. That's where you find it. All right. Like I know you probably get so mad. We've been watching like a little bit of Fresh and Fit recently, yeah. just because like research purposes. Yeah, for research purposes. And I'm sure I'm probably so annoying to like be next to when oh. we're watching that because I just oh I have so much to say about them, and it's not because I'm crazy or like an extreme feminist. It's just because logic. Yeah. So for me, there's times where I'm like, where like they say shit, and I'm like, shut the. F- fuck up dude but then other times i'm like yeah fucking tell her dude because that's how it is like with tate especially with tate um you know it's like sometimes i'm most of the time i'm like oh my god please fucking shut up dude and then then there's other times where i see clips and i'm like he's kind of the fucking man dude free tate you know quavo said i'm gonna make sure mama's straight especially mama take but you know we need somebody needs to Make sure Mama Tate is straight, okay? I'm sure she's fine. I'm sure she's not fine because they're seizing finances. Yeah, she's probably a little stressed, but other than that, I'm sure she's fine. I'm sh- yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm Maybe. more concerned about his daughters. Tate has daughters? Yeah. Tristan has daughters, right? No, I thought... Oh, I think, I Tr- thought... I think Andrew's an uncle to, to Tristan's daughter. No, I thought they said he had like a wife and like kids. You're totally right. I'm pretty sure he has like a wife. But, uh, yeah, I think you're right. The two girls that are their co-defendants, they, they got granted house arrest. So Tristan and Andrew are still locked up, but. Do you think they told on them though? No, there's no way. I've seen those girls before. There's no way they told. No, they've, they probably didn't tell and couldn't find evidence. And the girls after a while 
They were like co-conspirators, apparently. They were like co-workers. They look, they look like they do shady. Those girls look like they do shady business. For sure. It's, I've seen them before. It's funny, like, the Russian and, like, Eastern European woman, women, that they just seem super down to commit crime. Like, and, 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 and cover for their man but see that's where fresh and fit need to take notes because fresh and fit surround themselves with all these like bbl miami girls which is fine but andrew tate and tristan tate are always around these like european like scary looking like skinny like flat chested flat butt like they look scary like they look like they mean business and it sounds like based on those text messages, have you seen those text messages that one of them was sending to that girl? No. Oh no, they were like threatening yeah, her. Yeah, they and were shit. like threatening her. Those like, are some down ass bitches. Yeah, they are down. No way they told. Dude. They didn't fold. And one of them is Andrew's ex. The blonde one is Andrew's ex. I'm pretty sure. Probably. And like they they Oh, it's Tristan's ex, I think. Tristan's ex. Yeah. Oh, and they stayed in business together after and I think she still lives at their compound. Do you think she's like the mother of his children? It could be possible. It could be possible. That's what there's so many. I want to know so many things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm invested in this. Yeah. But. So what did they got denied? Their appeals got denied again? 30 more days. So Thir- how many months is that now? Three. They got. Three. Or this. It, at the, it'll be three months at the end of it because they got locked up on. I think it was December 29th. So they're coming wow. up on two months now and it just got extended. So it'll be three months at the end of this 30 days. But. They really want to get them. They must have stuff on them, but they really want to get them. So they're going to be in there a while. I think they're going to be in there for a significant amount of time. But there is a chance that all of this is total bullshit and that this is just a plan. This is, you know, how Tate City had a plan. Yeah. This might be like another plan because if he comes out and he comes out completely innocent, he is literally a messiah. He's going to be so annoying. Guys. Like, even you see, dude, they, he's already a messiah to those guys because you see Sneeko does, like, the Tate hand thing. And, like, the amount of the, the meat eating is crazy. For these guys that say they're masculine men, they cock ride these fucking other men. They're like, oh, like, you know, we're all our own men. We're menly men. All this stuff. Except for when I have Andrew Tate's cock in my mouth. Yeah. The oh. meat eating is crazy. Except for when I want to be another man. Yeah, except for when... Yeah. Like... <laughs> Fucking Sneeko even started wearing the sunglasses, yeah. dude. And he started sitting in the middle. Did you see that? They didn't put him on the end anymore. Yeah, he started sitting in the middle. And, you know, he does, like, this, the same thing on Fresh and Fit. He does this. And he doesn't make eye contact with the women. He just looks at the camera. Even though he's answering a person that's sitting right next to him, he's just looking at the camera, and he's like, I'll tell you why that's wrong. I'll tell you why that's wrong. I'll tell you why you're for the streets. But with that said, guys, be a good man, but don't try to be another man, okay? And don't get another man's name tatted on you. (laughs) Please. I've seen it, like, so many times recently, and it just makes me... Because that means that he owns your cheeks. Yeah, if you have another man's name, (laughs) song lyrics, or portrait that's not your family member on you. Uh Uh-huh. Or a friend that got murdered. Yes, okay. Like a a fallen friend. Okay, I'll consider that like friends and family then. Yeah. Yeah, no. I. No. Rethink your life choices. There's a laser away package for $500. It's 10 sessions and you can get it now. If you get... And you should get it now. If you get their name in ink, you want their dick in your stink. 
It's scientifically proven. Y-Files podcast, where we bring you the good, the bad, the ugly, and the funny. I'm Wyatt. She's Annika. You're welcome.